Hey there, and welcome to episode 15 of the Cookies and Kale podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Levitt. So uh, today's episode, we are going to talk about calories. Uh, You know, this idea of calories, I feel like... um, even just reflecting on the the time of, of my life when I became first became aware of calories and first kind of learned about them all the way up through now, um, there's been so much conflicting information. So what I want to do today is just share with you a little bit about what we know and kind of talk about why we might not know everything. Okay, so let's go ahead and just dive in. Um, you know, when I, before I became a health coach, um, <laughs> I was not always the most tactful person growing up. I don't know that, you know, I think I kind of aligned myself more with like the direct personality. Um, I didn't really, uh, know how to be tactful. I was kind of intimidated by trying. Um, and so I would either like say what was on my mind or I wouldn't say anything at all. Um, but health coaching itself uh, has required in this idea of like motivational interviewing has required me to develop a lot of tact in how I approach, um, sharing information and how I approach asking questions. And ultimately like kind of, you know, I might see something, but a client doesn't necessarily see it. And so ultimately how I get them to recognize it and kind of own it. Um, and it's, you can't just sit there and be like, uh, don't you see what's going on? It doesn't work like that. Um, so the reason I share this is because there's, um, social media, uh, there's just a lot of people out there with these opinions and, uh, they get a little intense, I think, uh, and a little like almost judgy in how they present their information. And there are times that, you know, like I get frustrated and I get like intense because that's kind of just who I am naturally outside of, you know, the training that I've had. Uh, but also, you know, I, I like, I want to go to bat for you guys. Like, I, I just want to like shout it from the rooftops that like a lot of people are just full of shit. Like, sorry, sorry for cussing. I know I've got some people who listen to this who probably cringed at this, but that's just like, I mean, like that's, that's the level of this. Um, you know, it takes a lot to actually be educated beyond just like Googling and having your own experience with nutrition or weight loss. And, um, or even, even, you know, when I joined the network marketing company, there was a lot of education. And I really appreciated that at the time because, you know, I had a heavy background in this, but I know a lot of other, um, kind of associates and salespeople did not. And so it was great that there was an education, but that doesn't position you as the expert. Um, and the challenge right now in this day and age is that everybody is angling to be an influencer. They're like screaming in their voices to try and be heard and to try and influence you so that you'll follow them, which will boost their social media output, which will boost their, you know, algorithm and scores and, you know, self validation, satisfaction. I'm sure, you know, it's true. Like them, when you get new followers, like you're, when you get likes on a post, like there's literally like a response that goes on in your brain, uh, that's addicting. Um, but the challenge is that, um, I don't take, I don't take that influencing status lightly and I'm not even considered an influencer. I don't have a ton of followers and frankly, I've kind of stopped playing the game. I just want to share with you guys my knowledge and education and that's kind of it. Um, follow me, don't follow me. I don't care. Find me here. Um, so the thing about it is that I've, I've lately just kind of been seeing 
um, some influencers just like really doing some things I just don't agree with. And so, um, I'm going to talk about that a little bit in how we have this conversation around calories because who you follow matters. And I I think I said this in episode one, um, and it might've been episode two. I'm sorry. I don't fully remember. Uh, but when you follow someone who has like just a hard standpoint, um, sometimes that's a red flag. Now I get it in this day and age. Um, and for those of you who might not know this about like kind of the social media world, um, good for you. It's like a beautiful world of, of ignorance. Like ignorance is bliss when it comes to social media, I think. Um, but basically the, any business coach will tell you like, you have to have a stance and a niche, um, in order to like get anywhere with your business, um, in this day and age. And, uh, you know, that's true. I think you have to work on like targeting your message well, but so like, it might mean that you have a specific stance and like my stance, for example, is this idea of, of balance. And, and maybe honestly, maybe my stance like ticks some people off. Um, but my, my, through my stance, I am constantly trying to find, um, new evidence and sort through it for you guys and sort through it with you guys. And the whole point of this podcast ultimately is like bringing on other experts and individuals to talk about their experiences, their standpoints and things like that. Um, but when someone is kind of, um, like this is the only way, like, and, and there's one particular influencer in in mind that I have that kind of just negatively, like it's kind of like, duh, you guys, like, you know, if you're not seeing results, like this is why. And it just bothers me a little bit because, um, and again, I get it. I used to be like not tactful at all. It took a lot of training, a lot of years, a lot of experience. Um, so I'm, I'm really trying not to be judgmental here, but the concern comes from if you're feeling judged, then, uh, you might, it might impact you in a way that ultimately pushes you farther away from truly seeing success and happiness. Um, okay. So now that I got that off my chest, I'm going to try and get back off my soapbox here. Um, but the reason, like, that's why, like, I'm coming to you guys to talk about this because I think, uh, the fact that, you know, calories are, uh, we know they exist. Um, basically they are, uh, an energy source in terms of like, it's a unit of energy basically, um, in terms of, of what your body gives off as heat, um, in order to survive and function and, and move and do everything. So it's a unit of energy. That's basically all a calorie is. Um, so we know that they exist. Uh, we know that in certain, uh, basically the way that, that people or, uh, scientists have, um, measured calories in food in the past have been by putting them in like a bomb calorimeter, like actually like burning the food up and seeing how much energy it emits. Um, and so the challenge here is that how you cook the food, how you cut the food, how you prepare the food, how you eat the food, those types of things have actually been shown to alter that number. So it's not an exact science. Uh, and we kind of know that. Uh, and there are, uh, some basic premises about calories that we kind of know to be somewhat true, um, in general. Uh, so we have, uh, three main macronutrients. We have fat, we have carbohydrates, and we have protein. 
and uh, fat is the most calorie dense of the macronutrients at nine calories per gram. And then we have carbohydrates and protein at four calories per gram. And then we have alcohol. It's kind of its own little subcategory, um, non-nutritive, but um, is seven calories per gram. But, you know, so if, if we think about it like that, okay, um, moving forward, uh, this idea of calories in versus calories out, um, we, we require a certain number of calories to survive. This is called our basal metabolic rate. If we were to literally just lay in bed all day, um, to pump our blood, beat our heart, breathe all these things, like it requires, um, digest, it requires energy. And that would be, you know, your basal metabolic rate. And it's impacted by a lot of factors, like how much muscle mass you have. Muscle requires more energy to function than fat. Uh, and also how like large you are, um, in terms of like size, um, overall, um, your age, uh, and potentially other things, uh, like medical conditions, um, or medications that you could be taking. So factors go into this, but we can estimate it. There's, um, mathematical equations that have been shown to be like relatively accurate, you know, but it's still like a quote unquote guesstimate. Um, and so as we intake food that are associated with certain calories, um, and as we move throughout the day combined with our basal metabolic rate, like it should be this perfect equation for how to lose weight. Like if you go into my fitness pal, like that's what it's showing you. It's showing this calories in calories out, shows you a deficit, shows you what you should be doing to lose weight. Well, guess what guys? Uh, it is not always the case. I work with clients all the time who are in deficits and they don't understand why they're not losing weight. And science has supported that it's not always as simple as this. And so, you know, I'm addressing this because, again, there are certain, um, in, just in general, like influencers that might be, um, you might see it in, in, this, in this particular instance, and you might not, and that's okay. But um, this idea of like bringing back the, the old adage that it's all about your calories, and calories are the only thing that matters. And... Um, that you should, if you're looking to lose weight, you need to focus first on calories and like the rest of the stuff doesn't matter until you get your calories under control. And, um, I just get frustrated at that because what's it doing? It's putting weight as an emphasis first. It's putting an emphasis on, um, on counting and kind of associating food as like calories and like maybe good versus bad instead of focus, focusing on nutrition. And it's not fully true. Um, so science and research has actually shown that calories are not always calories. Um, in particular, the, the trickiest ones that we see the like slippery slope have to do with carbohydrates. And this is why carbohydrates, uh, this isn't always why they get a bad rap. They get a bad rap because research absolutely shows that low carb diets are great at losing weight. And it's not because of reduction in calories. It's because the body processes carbohydrates differently. Um, and so, and, and certain carbohydrates are processed more differently than others. So this is where something called the glycemic index comes into play. And that's something that's super tricky because again, depending on how you cut your food, eat your food, et cetera, um, it can impact like the studies aren't very clear on the glycemic index and glycemic load. And basically all that means is like you're at the, the impact on your blood sugar. So this opens the pathway into the conversation about blood sugar and insulin. So insulin is the, we call it kind of like the gatekeeper. Um, if you want to think about it as like the, the lock, um, or the, the key to help, um, get the glucose into your cell. So it's the gatekeeper. It's required to actually, 
in order for your cell to receive the, the glucose, which is just blood sugar, to use that blood sugar for energy, your body requires insulin. And when we eat foods that release, that, you know, create blood sugar, release blood sugar in our system, our insulin is released from our pancreas and in a natural healthy situation, you know, it's like this, it's, if you kind of envision this little curve, it's like our blood sugar kind of goes up and a following response is our insulin goes up. And then as the insulin allows the blood glucose to enter the cells, guess what happens? We have a natural drop in our blood sugar and then a natural drop in our insulin over time. Um, that can become disrupted and broken if we're constantly spiking our blood sugar and spiking our insulin and then dropping our our blood sugar and dropping our insulin and kind of like doing that consistently day in and day out. That's where we start to have problems with insulin, insulin resistance. And then that can lead to things like diabetes, high blood pressure, weight gain, a whole slew of bad health effects. Well, guess what? Guess what tends to spike your blood sugar? Carbohydrates. And the type of carbohydrate matters. So this is why we look at things like white rice versus brown rice, whole wheat versus white bread, uh, having fiber and protein with your carbohydrates compared to having like, you know, a a full piece of fruit, for example, versus fruit juice. So when I see this information circulating back around in the world right now, where it's like calorie, the only thing that matters are calories, um, and bread's bread's not bad for you. And like, you know, stop saying this and like, get, get your mind right. Like just all this negativity. I'm like, "Mm -mm." like we got to fix this guys. Like the, the, the truth of the matter is we know that beyond calories, we actually see this impact. And that's what mostly contributes to the weight and the low energy and the not feeling good and all these other things that we hopefully are also trying to avoid beyond just focusing on weight gain or weight loss. So, um, you know, if we, if we think about insulin, insulin's also kind of, it's known as like the fat storage hormone. So, um, again, it's, it's the, what your body uses to get the energy into the cell. So when we have an imbalance, the body is more likely to store that energy as fat. So if we're, let's say we have, um, let's say we eat a, a diet. I'm just going to use 1200 calories. Cause that's kind of considered like your standard, um, like you know, diet intake. Like it usually, you know, programs drop you to like 1200 calories. If you're on a quote unquote diet, um, if you go to a, a weight loss clinic and things like that, that's kind of the average recommended number. Um, and of course that might vary a little bit, but I'm just gonna use 1200. Um, that's pretty low to do day to day. It feels, you know, it can feel pretty deprived. Um, but let's just look at if you were to do 1200 calories of Twinkies and, you know, sweet tea and white bread and you know you really wouldn't it, first of all you wouldn't get to eat a lot because those are more calorie dense foods but my guess is that your health outcomes you might lose weight on it but like your health outcomes you probably a are also going to be um if you lose weight, I'm going to use the word skinny fat, right? We're like, and I, I hate using that word. I know it's kind of got a negative connotation, but I, I want to get you an, an image in your head um, where you might like look smaller or the scale on the number, number on the scale went down, but you have no muscle tone, you're weak, um, you're still kind of flabby and you don't feel good in your skin. And like, that's not healthy. Um, you might have high visceral fat, which is fat around your organs. Um, whereas if you ate a 1200 calorie diet of things like nuts, fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, you know, things like eggs and legumes and things like that, your body and your energy levels will look so different. 
So I just want to be very clear on this because I think it's the world right now is just so dangerous with this level of influencership where, um, or influence, I'm making up words now, uh, where we just get bombarded and sometimes it's really hard to sort through and, um, it's already overwhelming because the information's already conflicting and we don't fully know. It's like, okay, well there's four calories in a gram of carbohydrate, but like your body processes it differently. So is it really four grams? Like, or is it really uh, four calories per gram? Like what, what does that really mean? We don't really know. We just know that there's, there's other things that are at play beyond just calories being calories. And so what is your takeaway from this episode? Like, should you go close out of this episode on whatever platform you're listening and go download or reopen my fitness pal and start tracking your calories? You know, I'm going to share with you exactly what I share with my clients. At the end of the day, there's a lot of value in understanding what is in your food. Uh, there is, um, basically, you know, you could go to a restaurant and get a salad that is chock full of things that you don't know are in it. Um, and so it might seem like the healthiest choice, but then you start tracking the calories and you look at the macros and you realize, you know, you're at like now like a thousand calories with the dressing and, you know, the grams of fat that you have on that salad are like, you know, close to a hundred. I mean, that could be completely eye-opening for you where you thought that that was a better choice than getting, you know, a grilled chicken sandwich. 